Hey, birthday boy. Hey, birthday boy. A few days ago. Sunday. Uh, I was I was uh, at an, at a reenactment. And by the time I got home, all I wanted to do was sleep. So I was cold and I was hungry and I was tired. Yeah. Hey.
Sunday at 2.30, we have a concert. Our winter concert. It's band and choir, so it's going to be like two hours. I was just going to see if you guys were around here. Cool. Okay. Because I couldn't remember if we rang it on midweeks or not. Okay. Okay.
Good evening and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church. This is the first uh, Advent service of the season. We're so happy that you could join us in worship this evening. Uh, Pastor Jake Sletton will bring us the message. The theme of tonight is, Who is Jesus? Uh, liturgist will be Bruce Sletton, organist Mrs. Susan Senegar. We hope that you, we commend this service to your benefit and hope that you enjoy the evening. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to our first midweek Advent worship service for this evening. The kids are in church and in their PJs, so it must be midweek. So we're good. We are very, very good. Um, I have a couple of announcements. First of all, uh, tonight's service, the order of worship as well as the sermons, not only for tonight, but for the next two midweek services, were created by one of the professors at the seminary. His name is Dr. Lessing. Uh, a not only a wonderful man, but a wonderful pastor. And so um, uh, it is uh, he who has created our worship this evening. Uh, you will see that my dad is here to assist me uh, in worship tonight. Yeah, everybody wave. Okay, good. All right. Um, and uh, he will be our liturgist for this evening. And then I was also given this, which is a community survey right before uh, worship. Our local church organization, uh, Friends in Christ, is accepting requests from you for items that you may need to stay warm this winter season. Are there more of these in the back? Okay, okay. So um, if you uh, are in need or know somebody who is in need in the community, um, please uh, find me and I will give you this. Uh, and also please find Susan and she'll be able to give you more information as well. Uh, With that, let's begin our worship this evening with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening. Lord, we thank you for the first Sunday and the first week in Advent. And so, Lord, with that in mind, prepare us in heart, mind, and soul as we uh, get ready once again to celebrate your first coming, as we look forward in anticipation to your second coming. And Lord, we ask that you would Be with us tonight, bless us, and send to us your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Please stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the Son of David. Jesus is the Son of Abraham. Jesus is the son of Solomon. Jesus is the son of Mary. Jesus is the son of sinners. Let us worship Jesus. The first hymn is 331 verses 1 through 4. 331 verses 1 through 4.
say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have have sinned against you with thought, word, and deed. By what we have done, and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, Have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who has begun this good work in us bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The last two verses of hymn 331, verses 5 and 6. 331, verses 5 and 6. Lord be with you. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. The Old Testament lesson for this evening is taken from Jeremiah, chapter 23. Woe to the shepherds who are destroying and scattering the sheep of my pasture, declares the Lord. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to the shepherds who tend my people. Because you have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not bestowed care on them, I will bestow punishment on you for the evil you have done, declares the Lord. I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them, and will bring them back to their pasture, where they will be fruitful and increase in number. I will place shepherds over them who will tend them, and they will no longer be afraid or terrified, nor will any be missing, declares the Lord. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up to David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved, and Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord, our righteousness. This is the word of our Lord.
The epistle lesson for this evening comes from Romans chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. The gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures regarding his son, who as to his human nature was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was declared with power to be the son of God by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and for his name's sake, we received grace and apostleship to call people from among all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith. And you are among them, those who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Please stand for the gospel. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram and Ram the father of Aminadab, and Aminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah. And Solomon, the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam, the father of Abijah, and Abijah, the father of Asaph, and Asaph, the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat, the father of Joram, and Joram, the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah, the father of Jotham, and Jotham, the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh the father of Amos, and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel, the father of Abiud, and Abiud, the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim, the father of Azor, and Azor, the father of Zadok, and Zadok, the father of Achim, and Achim, the father of Eliud, and Eliud, the father of Eleazar, and and Eleazar, the father of Mathen, and Mathen, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all of the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. This is the gospel of our Lord. 
We continue by confessing together the words of our Christian faith. We do so using the Apostles' Creed as is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was Please be seated. The sermon hymn is Prepare the Royal Highway, hymn 343, verses 1 and 2. Hymn 343, verses 1 and 2. Would you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Since the dawn of time... About 60 billion people have walked on planet Earth. And of those 60 billion people, only a handful have made any real, lasting impression. And that handful of people, one, stands far above all of the others, and his name is Jesus. Jesus never wrote a book And yet millions of books have been written about him. Jesus never painted a picture. And yet the world's greatest art has Jesus as its source for inspiration. Jesus never raised an army. And yet millions of his followers have fought and died for him. Jesus never traveled very far from his birthplace. And yet his testimony has gone around the world. 
Jesus only had a handful of followers, and yet today over 30% of the world's population follows him. To ignore Jesus is disastrous. To reject Jesus is fatal. But to know Jesus is to love him. To love him is to trust him. To trust Jesus is to be radically, dramatically, and eternally changed by him. The most important question, then, that we can ever ask is this. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? That's the name of our sermon series for Advent and Christmas. Who is Jesus? Well, certainly based off of the gospel lesson that we just read, Matthew definitely wants us to know. Because that's what Matthew's genealogy is all about. He writes it, and all of those incredibly difficult names, so that we can know Jesus. Today we begin with this truth, that Jesus is the son of David. A record of the genealogy, it says, of Jesus Christ, the son of David, and Jesse, the father of King David. Thus there were 14 generations in all, from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile of Babylon, and 14 from the exile to the Christ, according to Matthew chapter 1. And so Jesus is the son of David, and David is a king. That makes Jesus the king. When we confess that Jesus is the king, we dare not confuse him with American politicians. While both are rulers, both are very, very different. American politicians make big, crazy promises, don't they? Here are some of the more recent ones. In 2004, John Edwards said, We will stop diabetes, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's. In 2012, Newt Gingrich said, We will put a colony on the moon by 2020. Got one more year. In 2012, Michelle Bachman said, I will pull American troops out of Libya and Africa. Politicians will say just about anything to get elected, won't they? And I, even, and I didn't even mention anything from our last election cycle. In America, we're accustomed to leaders who say what the public wants them to say. No one's campaign slogan is slow, arduous change. You have never seen a campaign slogan say realistic compromises. No. We want leaders who promise the moon, or at least a colony on the moon. However, when we look at Jesus, we see a completely different kind of leader, a different kind of king. Jesus is the promised king. Matthew 1, again, says a record of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. When we hear the term Jesus Christ, we sometimes misunderstand it. Christ is not Jesus' last name. When Jesus went in for a physical, the doctor didn't say, okay, let's see here, last name Christ, first name Jesus. No. Christ is a title. It's the Greek translation of the Hebrew word Messiah. 
which means anointed one. The Old Testament foretells a coming Messiah, a king who would be anointed with the Holy Spirit to accomplish God's mission. The Messiah would come from the line of David. He'd be born in David's city and sit on David's throne. Matthew labors to demonstrate that Jesus is this king, that he is the Christ, the Messiah, and the son of David. When Matthew writes his gospel, Israel had been without a legitimate king for hundreds of years. Now Matthew declares this, a king has finally come to sit on David's throne, and his name is Jesus. Matthew hammers this truth home by citing ten specific Old Testament promises, writing, quote, that was what... That that what was spoken might be fulfilled. Matthew cites the Old Testament ten times and alludes to it over 250 times. Jesus is indeed the promised king. Jesus is also the compassionate king. Jesus doesn't come to drive out Israel's, to drive out Israel's enemies. Rather, Jesus comes in to bring in the outcasts. Now, that's evident in Matthew's genealogy. In the ancient world, people traced their ancestry through the Father. It comes as no surprise, then, that Matthew's genealogy is predominantly male. However, it isn't exclusively male. Did you notice that Matthew also mentions four women? There's Tamar in verse 3, Rahab and Ruth in verse 5, and then Bathsheba. In verse 6, Matthew doesn't highlight Jesus' connection to any of Israel's matriarchs, Sarah or Rebecca or Rachel. All four of the women in Matthew's genealogy are outsiders in Israel. Tamar was a Canaanite, so was Rahab. Ruth was a Moabite. And Bathsheba was a Hittite, like her husband Uriah the Hittite. Each of these women were outsiders to Israel. Moreover, each of these women had a stigma attached to her. Tamar was dishonored by her brother-in-law. Later, she deceived her father-in-law into sleeping with her so that she could conceive children. Rahab was a prostitute. Bathsheba committed adultery with King David. Ruth once worshipped a false god. The Jews expected a Messiah who would come to drive out their Roman oppressors and crush the nations to establish God's rule. But at his first coming, Jesus doesn't come to judge the nations. He comes to save the nations. Jesus brings outcasts home to God and he removes the shame of marginalized people just like Tamar and Rahab and Ruth and Bathsheba. This is a preview of the rest of Matthew's Gospel. Who does Jesus spend his time with? And they are outcasts. Jesus gets close to the diseased, to people who were quarantined from society, cut off. And Jesus touches them. 
He gets close enough to contract their diseases. Did you notice that three of the four women in Matthew's, in Matthew's genealogy were sexually exploited? According to research, one in four women and one in six men will be sexually abused or exploited at some point in their lives. I know that some in this church carry deep wounds in this area of their lives. And often those wounds are deepened by the shame others inflict upon us. But Jesus welcomes and heals people who carry these wounds, even the unnecessary wounds of shame. And that finally includes all of us, the ugly shame, the haunting shame. Jesus not only takes away our guilt, that's sin done by us. Jesus also takes away the shame as well. That's sin done to us. We don't have to drink our shame away. We don't have to work our shame away. We do not have to explain our shame away, eat our shame away, cry our shame away, or bury our shame away. Jesus is not a king who sits on his throne and says, try harder. No. Jesus is a king who descends from his throne, is filled with compassion. Jesus identifies with us in the pit of shame. At our darkest point, when we feel the ugliest, the most despairing, Jesus says, I love you. What other people said and thought and did to us doesn't define us. We do not have to live in shame. We aren't worthless. We aren't damaged goods. We are clean. We are whole. We are His. There's outside help. Jesus is the compassionate King. Jesus is also the rejected King. To the Jewish elites of his day, Jesus was the wrong kind of king. He lived in the wrong place, associated with the wrong people, preached the wrong message, appointed the wrong leaders, carried out the wrong mission, and offered the wrong redemption. The whole thing came to a head on Good Friday. Matthew writes about it. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. But risen on the third day, Jesus says this in Matthew 28, 18. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's what we would expect of a king, to have all authority. And so as our King Jesus makes demands of us, after all, Jesus the King has all authority in heaven and on earth. But before Jesus makes demands of us, first, Jesus comes for us. Jesus lives for us, dies for us, and Jesus rises for us. Jesus gives everything for us. That is a king worth following all of the days of our lives. 
Matthew chapter 9, verse 9 says this, As Jesus went on from there, he, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he said to him. And Matthew got up and followed him. And so who is Jesus? Jesus is our king that we will follow all of the days of our lives. Just ask Matthew. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. last two verses of hymn 343. collect our tithes and offerings. And I have some visitors here this evening, so please everyone sign the Red Book of Fellowship. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. Poinsettia plants are available for purchase to be placed on the altar to enhance the beauty of our church at Christmas. The cost is the same as last year, $20 each. Call Grace Doss or contact the church office. Order forms are at the sound system table. Orders must be in by December 9th. It's time to order Portals of Prayer. Cost is $4.30 and Lutheran Witness $16. Dorcas Lady A, A Ladies A, excuse me, have Christmas cards for sale in the church office in the fellowship hall. This is the first in a series uh, of sermons on who is Jesus. For next week, you might read Genesis 22, 1-14 and answer these questions. Who do you think God tested? Why do you think God tested Abraham's faith? When God tested Abraham, he provided her ram for sacrifice. What does God provide you in your tests? Jesus is the son of Abraham. What did Jesus sacrifice for you? What can you sacrifice for him? We now join the, the church service in progress.
Thank you, Lord, for blessing us, that we may be a blessing to others. We continue with the prayers of the church. Heavenly Father, we are amazed and astounded that you give us all that we need. You raise the dead and give life. Heavenly Father, we are amazed and astounded that you give authority. Heavenly Father, we are amazed and astounded that you give authority to become your children. We are born again. Completely new. Adopted into your forever family. Heavenly Father, we are amazed and astounded that the past is past. The future is bright. Your word is sure. Your work is finished. We rest in our adoption. We are your chosen children. Now and forevermore. Continue with the prayer the Lord himself taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but Because Jesus says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. We will go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything he has commanded us. And surely Christ is with us always. Closing hymn is The King Shall Come When Morning Dawns, hymn 348, hymn 348.
We thank you for worshiping with us this evening. We commend this service to the benefit of, of your soul and your spirit. We invite you to worship with us next Sunday at 10 o'clock and also next Wednesday at 7 when we have our second Advent service. We do the second part in the series, Who is Jesus? Again, a reminder to read Genesis 22, 1-14. You can join us in those services if possible. If not, please be here on, on the internet. We commend you all to God, God's service. This has been Scott George, your announcer.